Good morning, Stock Showdown audience. This is Wandy with the new spinoff segment, Waking Up with Wandy, as you will no longer hear uh, also at Anderson Educate. Uh, this is just Wandy. So Waking Up with Wandy, good morning to you. It is about shade after 4.30 here on April the 21st. Uh, 2021. Thank you for joining us uh, this morning. Let's uh, recap on some of the uh, highlights from yesterday. Um, what was moving the markets? What we can maybe anticipate for tomorrow or uh, today? Excuse me, and uh, kind of give you a breakdown of the standings, the up-to-date standings for both the student version and the non-student version. Uh, you know, I, I started uh, talking about this more and more with my students, and then. You know, they got to see the live standings. And I think I took away some excitement that they were excited to hear how they were doing. They're competing for the $10 gift card uh, giveaway uh, of the winner's choice. So excited to see that. So I'm going to just uh, kind of like quickly, because there's 11 students participating, and, and I don't want to take away anything away from those 11 students. But again, we uh, have a short window of time here this morning, waking up with Wendy. I try to keep these under 10 minutes. Um, to keep you actively engaged. Sometimes my podcasts go <laughs> a little bit long uh, in the 20s, almost 30, 30 minutes. So we keep it short, simple, and to the point. So a uh, 10 minute podcast, we'll stick with that. That's my goal here. So we'll just look at a uh, quick snapshot of maybe the, the top three. And uh, in third is William, uh, one of my seniors uh, with negative five points. Yes, negative 5.02. In second place, one of my freshman students, Sam, negative uh, 4.49 and currently holding down first negative 0.42% or negative 0.42 points is one of my seniors, Joe, uh, leading the charge. And yes, that means every single student uh, in the student competition has a negative performance uh, this week. That just goes to show you, um, you know, the market conditions right now uh, are not favorable. We're seeing a pullback in the markets, the broader markets. Um, due to, you know, kind of, you know, some profit taking, I'm, I'm imagining markets hit all time highs uh, last week. So I think they're going to continue uh, maybe to see some profit taking along the way. Um, right now in a snapshot, just to give you some perspective of, of, the, of the top seven performers right now. Well, to be quite frank with you, we're looking at, uh, let's see about 12, uh, 13, 13 teams, 13 teams out of 44 are currently positive. So that goes to show you that about a quarter of the teams, or excuse me, of the companies are positive for the week thus far, only two days of trading, and the other 75% are negative. Uh, leading the way, I'm gonna give you the top seven thus far, are Digital Realty Trust, we have Public Storage, we have Equinix, so your top three, of the top seven are all from real estate. So real estate was definitely the place to be uh, for this week. We have American Electric uh, Power Company that, uh, out of utilities, they're in, currently in fourth. And then you have Merck, Pfizer, and Abbey uh, all out of healthcare, and those round out your top seven. So of the top seven, three come from real estate, three come from healthcare, and one come from utilities. So that goes to show you where investors are parking their money this week. So it seems like, again, they're taking a more conservative approach as indicated by pullbacks in the broader markets. So that's just what I see there. Um, <laughs> when you then look over to the weekly performance of the non-students, it gets a lot uglier. So congratulations to those students that are that are putting forth a, a, a solid performance 
thus far after a very tumultuous uh, start to the week in the broader market. So leading the charge, we'll go with the top three, just like we did uh, with the students. Yours truly, Mandy, uh, coming in at third right now with negative 5.16. Yes, negative 5.16. In second place is uh, our stew, negative 4.94. And leading the charge right now in first, negative 1.51 is Courtney Muller. So uh, again, this just goes to show you how, how devastating uh, it's been thus far with all participants, both student and non-student, both in the negatives. Um, will that change today? Uh, you know, one, you know, you know, a couple big things I think that could move the broader markets. Uh, and it's usually a buy the rumors, sell the news type mentality. Um, that's an old adage, I guess. Uh, you know, some people will say on, on Wall Street is buy the rumors, sell the news. Uh, the rumor was Apple released, they had a you know, product launch over there out in Cupertino, California, where they released um, or, or at least mentioned new products that they will be releasing probably in about October, if I had to guess. That's usually, I think, when their product launches take place um, and actually able to purchase. But as far as the events being, um, you know, Released and what you know, what people can anticipate. We have um, different things happening with the, in the iMac. We have new display screens, um, new processing chips. Uh, the M1 chip, which is solely Apple's chip that they've been using in their iMac computers, are now making its way into their tablets. Um, which uh, I think did impact Intel initially when that news broke last year, when they said that they were going to get away from the Intel chips and start using their own chips in the uh, Apple iPad products. So we can anticipate maybe seeing some movement in Intel INTC, which by the way reports their earnings on Thursday of the stock showdown. And they are one of the companies that some people have in their portfolio. Yours truly has that. Um, they released a new 4K TV for Apple TV and some sort of app called AirTag. You know, bottom line, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I don't have an Apple product. I have a Google Pixel. Um, so. <laughs> I know a lot of people do have the Apple products, so that might interest you. Um, but quite frankly, all that does not interest me uh, in the least. Uh, but from a, an investment perspective, yes, I could see Apple making maybe maybe making some movements based upon again buying the rumors on the news. So the rumor is all these new products, and then you know I think investors get in, they anticipate good results based upon these new products that will be released but later in the year, and then they sell the news. Uh, later into the year. So that's just the way I see it and, and, and could play Apple. Now, what happened after the close of the market is going to be interesting to see how that trickles down into the broader markets today. We had one of the behemoths um, in the stock showdown week two, Netflix and FLX report, excuse me, report its quarterly report after the close. And they had a great quarter um, as far as revenue as far as earnings are concerned um they blew it away it, you know if you want my um <laughs> honest opinion uh the the problem with what transpired with netflix is the expectations of how many people and new subscribers they were going to add did not meet the lofty <laughs> expectations of some analysts there on the street um the expectation for how many subscribers they were going to add during the q1 which is january through march 
was about 6 million new subscribers. That was the anticipation. And Netflix came in with 3.98 million new subscribers during that period of time. So it's not about what you have done for me, it's what you're going to do for me. So yeah, you know, when you, you know, report your Q1 results, that's great that you, you know, did so well and you blew away your revenue, blew away your earnings. However, it's, it's, you know, trying to look forward with that forward guidance and that forward guidance is going to come from subscribers. And if Wall Street has these lofty uh, expectations of 6 million and you only come in at about 4 million, that's going to impact future growth potential in their eyes. And, and that really is going to impact um, the PE ratio. You're going to see that the PE ratio is um, what investors are willing to pay for $1 of a company's earnings. It's, it's a multiple and it's price divided by earnings. So, you know, what you're going to see is probably the PE ratio with currently sits with Netflix at 90. The higher that number is, the more growth potential that investors see in those future earnings, the more they're willing to pay for it. I think you're really going to see that number take, take a fall today um, only because, again, that they did not meet those lofty anticipations of subscriber growth uh, from Q1. And as of right now, in the pre-market, you can see that Netflix is, is trending lower, uh, down about 8% in the pre-market. At one point in time yesterday, the aftermarket, we, I saw this thing down about 12%. So yours truly, uh, who, <laughs> who has Netflix in their portfolio uh, for this week, is, is, is not going to fare well here today. So we'll see if this, this is a minor blip, but I can anticipate seeing this one um, staying down for the duration of the week. But this represents, I think if you're a true believer in Netflix and the Netflix story, um, to, to buy on the dip. Um, that's when, again, investors make more as they, they buy on these dips. Um, so and accumulate more shares. So I would keep an eye, you know, personally, outside of this competition at Netflix. I think it's a great story. I think they have a lot to offer. But uh, as far as stock showdown competition, this one is going to hurt. And it's, I think it's going to hurt uh, some people that have Netflix in their portfolio. Yours truly being one of them. Uh, so that was just a quick snapshot of, of things that uh, were important to note in the markets yesterday and what you can anticipate seeing today. I gave you the standings and uh, we look to see the movement in the standings again occurring at 9.30 this morning where we start to see that movement. So good luck to everybody. And God bless, and we'll see you again tomorrow. This is Wendy signing off.